0: Are you ready to head down the path to an abundant retirement? We're tackling the topics of the mind of the modern retiree, here on Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. And now, your host, Carol Dewey. Welcome back to Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. I am your host, Carol Dewey. And this week, we're going to address seven common financial regrets and how to avoid them. A recent study revealed seven financial decisions older investors wish they would have made to better prepare for the future. Being aware of these regrets can help us avoid making similar decisions today that may impact our financial security later in life. Many of these regrets hinge on the amount of time one spends in retirement, which is why it's important to understand the likelihood that we will live longer and need more savings than we might expect. April was Financial Literacy Month. Depending on the person, financial literacy could be learning how to create a budget or file taxes, or it could be taking the time to better understand debt management or the investment options in your 401k. Regardless of how we define it, taking the time to better educate ourselves on financial topics today can have a big impact on our ability to be financially secure in the future. As the saying goes, history is a great teacher. When it comes to personal finance, we can learn a lot from those who have gone before us, especially what they may regret. In 2022, the National Bureau of Economic Research published the findings of a study on financial regret at older ages, in which 1,764 participants, age 50 and older, revealed seven financial decisions they wished they had made To better prepare for the future. In this episode, I'm going to cover all seven of those regrets and then provide steps investors can take to help ensure they don't find themselves lamenting their past financial decisions. First regret was 57% of respondents regretted not having saved more. First, it's important to understand the reasons behind the regret of not having saved enough. Many people underestimate the amount of money they will need for retirement, emergencies, or other financial goals. As a result, they don't save enough to meet those needs. To avoid this regret, it's important to start saving as early as possible. Even small amounts saved regularly can add up over time, thanks to the power of compound interest. Setting a budget and tracking your expenses can help you identify areas where you can cut back and redirect that money towards savings. In addition to starting early and sticking to a budget, it's also important to periodically review and adjust your savings plan. As your income increases or your expenses decrease, consider increasing the amount you save each month. This can be done manually or through automatic features such as auto escalation and retirement plans. Another way to increase your savings is to take advantage of employer matching contributions. Many employers offer to match a portion of their employees' retirement plan contributions, which can significantly boost your savings over time. Overall, saving more requires a combination of discipline, planning, and utilizing the right tools and resources. By taking small steps today, you can avoid the regret of not having saved enough in the future. Now, 40% regretted not buying long-term care insurance. 35% of people over age 65 have some type of activity limitation, and about 70% will need some sort of long-term care during the remaining years. Furthermore, 24% will need more than two years of paid care, and 15% will spend two-plus years in a nursing home. It's important to understand the potential costs and benefits of this type of coverage, though. As mentioned, a significant percentage of older Americans will require some form of long-term care in their lifetime, and this can be a major expense that is not covered by Medicare. Long-term care insurance can provide financial protection against these costs, covering expenses related to nursing homes, in-home care, and long-term care needs. However, it's important to note that the cost of this insurance can vary widely based on factors such as age, health status, and the amount of coverage needed. For those who are considering long-term care insurance, it's important to start the conversation early and explore options with a financial advisor or insurance professional. It's also important to carefully review the terms of any insurance policy, including the types of care covered, the length of coverage, and any exclusions or limitations. While the cost of long-term care insurance may seem daunting, it's important to remember that the cost of long-term care itself can be much higher. The average cost of a nursing home stay in the U.S. varies depending on the state and the level of care required, but according to the Genworth Cost of Care Survey in 2021, the median monthly cost for a semi-private room In a nursing home is $7,756, while a private room costs a medium of $8,821, and that's per month. These costs can add up quickly and be a significant financial burden for individuals and families, highlighting the importance of planning for long-term care needs. By investing in long-term care insurance, you can help protect your assets and avoid the potential financial burden of long-term care expenses. Overall, long-term care insurance, or at least an alternative strategy, is an important consideration for anyone planning for their future needs. By understanding the potential risks and benefits of this type of coverage, you can make an informed decision about whether it is right for you. There are perfectly good alternative strategies to long-term care needs that don't involve a long-term care policy in the event that you don't qualify or find it a little too pricey. 23% surveyed regretted that they did not delay claiming Social Security benefits. While in many cases it is true that the early bird gets the worm, Social Security is one exception. You may claim benefits as early as age 62, but this will lead to a reduction in your benefits. In fact, claiming early at age 62 means you will receive your minimum benefit. If you wait until your full retirement age, you'll receive your standard benefit. And if you delay to some point between your full retirement age and age 70, you'll be able to increase or maximize your benefit. Social security is a complex topic, but knowing the rules helps ensure you get the most out of the system given your financial situation. It's important to understand how this can impact your retirement income and financial security in the long term. As mentioned, Claiming benefits at age 62 can result in a reduction in your monthly benefits, while delaying benefits until age 70 can increase your monthly benefits. The amount of your Social Security benefits is based on your earnings history and the age at which you start receiving benefits. By delaying benefits, you can increase your monthly benefit amount by up to 8% per year up until age 70. This can make a significant difference in your retirement income, especially if you expect to live a long life. Of course, the decision to delay Social Security benefits should be based on your individual financial situation and retirement goals. If you need income early in retirement and don't have other sources of income, it may make sense to start taking Social Security benefits earlier, even if it means a smaller monthly benefit. However, if you have other sources of income or savings to draw from in the early years of retirement, delaying Social Security benefits can help you maximize your overall retirement income and improve your financial security in the long term. Overall, the decision to delay Social Security benefits is a complex one that requires careful consideration and planning. By understanding the rules and potential impacts of delaying benefits, you can make an informed decision that is right for your individual needs and goals. Another regret was that 33% regretted not having purchased lifetime income payments. Investors tend to have very specific feelings, both positive and negative, when it comes to annuities. While that is the case, it's important to view annuities as a tool, just like any other investment vehicle, and although they may be more costly than other options, having a secure guaranteed income stream may be worth it for some investors. Case in point, more than a third of respondents to the survey regretted not using an annuity or paying a higher premium to have the peace of mind of guaranteed retirement income. One of the main benefits of an annuity is that it provides a guaranteed income stream, which can help you ensure that you have a steady stream of income throughout retirement. This can be especially valuable for retirees who are concerned about outliving their savings and who want to ensure that they have a consistent income source, regardless of market conditions. If you think an annuity might be right for you, be aware that there are several different types of products available, be sure to educate yourself on the features, benefits, costs, and how they might fit into your specific financial plan. Another regret was that 10% expressed regret for having to depend financially on others. While a relatively small percentage of respondents regretted their lack of financial independence, this is still an important topic for investors to think about. Financial independence hinges on all of the topics that we've covered here, but it also speaks to one's overall level of financial confidence. Part of that confidence may come down to how much one has saved and invested. But it can also stem from having a written financial plan and clearly defining your short, mid, and long-term goals, as well as being collaborative and communicative with your significant other and family regarding your finances. Achieving financial independence is a crucial aspect of a successful financial plan. It not only means having enough savings and investments to support your lifestyle, but also feeling confident and in control of your financial future. One way to achieve financial independence is to focus on building a diversified investment portfolio that aligns with your goals and risk tolerance. This can include a mix of stocks, bonds, real estate, and other investment vehicles, Another key factor in achieving financial independence is having a solid understanding of your current financial situation, including your income, expenses, debts, and savings. This means creating a budget and sticking to it, as well as setting clear financial goals and regularly monitoring your progress toward them. In addition, it's important to have a plan for unexpected expenses, such as medical bills or job loss. This can include building an emergency fund and considering insurance policies that can help mitigate financial risks. Ultimately, achieving financial independence requires discipline, planning, and a willingness to make financial decisions that align with your long-term goals. By taking these steps, you can reduce your dependence on others and take control of your financial future. Now, 37% regretted not working longer. Although some may cringe at that idea, the 37% of respondents to this survey, as well as several research studies, indicate that there may be quite a bit of value in working a few more years. Doing so makes it possible to earn and save for a longer period and may also allow you to delay taking Social Security. Along with that, research has shown that working longer can decrease mortality risk, sustain cognitive function, and allow for greater social interaction. Working longer can also provide an opportunity to continue contributing to a retirement account and potentially increasing your retirement savings. This can be especially important for those who have not saved enough for retirement or or who are facing unexpected expenses in retirement. Furthermore, working longer can provide a sense of purpose and fulfillment, as well as social benefits such as maintaining a daily routine and staying connected with colleagues and friends it's important to consider the financial and non-financial benefits of working longer when making decisions about retirement. Of course, not everyone has the option or desire to work longer, so it's important to consider individual circumstances and preferences when making decisions about retirement. For those who do want to work longer, it may be helpful to create a plan for how to stay engaged and fulfilled in the workforce and to consider potential opportunities for part-time or flexible work arrangements. The regret associated with all that we've discussed so far increased and in some cases doubled when respondents were given information about their objective survival probabilities. Many of the the regrets covered in this survey hinge on the amount of time one spends in retirement. After all, the longer you live, the more money you will need to live on. As of 2021, the average age of retirement in the U.S. was 65 for men and 62 for women. The average life expectancy for Americans at the end of 2021 was 73 and a half years for men and 79.3 years for women. However, what's important to note is that the likelihood of living much longer than those averages is relatively high. For non-smokers in excellent health, the chances of living to age 95 are 1 in 5 for a 65-year-old male and nearly 1 in 3 for a 65-year-old woman. Given those odds, it's important to consider the very real chance that you may spend longer in retirement than you expect and to prepare financially for that possibility. Learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself, was a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. None of us can live long enough to figure out the right choices for every option we face. That's why learning from others' regrets can be one of the most useful ways of improving our lives. By knowing what older individuals wish they would have done to improve their financial situations, we may be able to find a path that avoids the bumps others have encountered along the way. Now that's all I've got planned for you this week. Until next time, remember that navigating your abundant retirement starts today. I'd like to encourage you to continue our journey of enlightenment and education by subscribing to our podcast and downloading the show. See you next week. You should consult a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this broadcast constitutes as a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentioned rates of returns are historical or hypothetical in nature and are not a guarantee of future returns. Carol Dewey is an investment advisor representative of Perpetual Wealth Financial, a Florida-registered investment advisor firm.